Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and a very warm welcome back to Wellness with Liz Earle and to the final instalment of our menopause special. If you are listening to this live, today is World Menopause Day and to celebrate and end our incredible menopause week with a bang, I am joined by a true leading light in the menopause community. She's a GP, renowned menopause specialist, founder of the Newston Health Menopause and Wellbeing Centre. You may have tuned into our previous podcast covering menopause myths, HRT and recurring UTIs. And you may well have seen her popping up in the press to dispel the menopause misinformation that so often arises. My guest is, of course, Dr. Louise Newson. And in this episode, we are going to take a deep dive into a vital but often overlooked hormone testosterone. Welcome Louise, welcome back. Thank you Liz. (laughs) So nice to have you here. I kind of think about testosterone, when I think about HRT I almost kind of think of the holy trinity, oestrogen, progesterone and testosterone. testosterone. But we just don't talk about it. No, totally. It's not talked about at all is it? It's not talked about for us as doctors or women. Mm. We traditionally think well, partly quite rightly, women is oestrogen, men testosterone. Yeah. But actually what we don't realise is that women produce more testosterone than oestrogen. Do we really? We do, yes. If you look at the concentrations, it's a higher concentration of testosterone. So it's even more important to us, well, potentially. Potentially, you could but it is an important I sort of think a bit like with HRT, oestrogen is the main part that is needed, as you know, that will help with a lot of symptoms, it helps with our bones, it helps with our reducing our risk of heart disease. But testosterone is a bit like the icing on the cake. Mm. You know, people come back, there's no doubt about it, and feel better on HRT. Um, but then they have testosterone and they go, wow, my brain's alive, you know? So it's, it, it's, it's not, but not everyone needs it. No. Okay. So it's important that we make it sort of quite clear that not everyone benefits from testosterone. So for women, what is testosterone doing for us in the body? So like with oestrogen, we have cells that respond to hormones all over our bodies. So we have cells that respond to oestrogen, as you know, but we also have cells that respond to testosterone and they are all around our body, they get everywhere. Um, so, so it's not just our... sexually, because that's what no. we tend to think so about. So everyone libido. thinks about testosterone, libido, and 
as you know, libido isn't just an on-off switch. It's not just one hormone, especially for women. There's lots yeah. of things that affect libido. But we have um, receptors in cells in our brains, in our muscles, in our bones, um, in our urinary system, in our vaginas, everywhere in our skin. So that's why, again, like how mm. low oestrogen causes symptoms, low testosterone can cause symptoms as well. It could link well. in with all of those things, all yes. of those areas. Yes. You could yeah. have issues with, with a low level. Yes. How do we get tested? Is, is this so, a case of having a blood test? Well, it, it's always complicated, isn't it? We yeah. know with blood tests they're not reliable for diagnosing the menopause and it's the same with testosterone. And interestingly, our testosterone declines as we get older. So there's a bit of a debate. Is it an age-related decline or is it, an, is it a menopause-related decline? Um, and we don't know for sure, but it does doesn't matter. Men as well? Yes, it does. But it's about a third of men have low testosterone and and, and it's similar. A lot of men don't realise, a lot of men um, aren't getting tested. It's easier for men because it is a blood test. Whereas for women, we do a blood test, but it's often low. But a low testosterone doesn't mean women have to have testosterone. So in our clinic, for example, we'll do a level treat people with oestrogen because that's the most important hormone, mm -hmm. get their oestrogen levels normal and then see what their symptoms are like. Because as you know, it's more about the woman and her symptoms rather than what her blood work is. Right. So if a woman, say for example, comes to see me, has low libido, brain fog, reduced energy, reduced concentration, these are the mainly te low testosterone symptoms. Mm. I'll still give them oestrogen first because yep. that's so important see them after three or four months. And some of these women will have a low testosterone, but will say, do you know what? I feel amazing. My libido's back. My energy's back. Yeah. I feel so great. So the estrogen's been enough. So the estrogen's enough. Exactly yeah. that. So then I wouldn't then give them testosterone, even though they've got a low level. Mm. Whereas the other women will say, oh, you know, my hot flushes have gone. My sweats have gone. But I just, I yeah. haven't got that oomph back yeah. and those women if they've got low testosterone it's safe because all you're doing is replacing the amount that's missing yes so they're not going to turn into bearded <laughs> bodybuilders you know yes um, it's, I mean... it's very safe because what we do also is we monitor the levels um and as long as they're kept in the female range the, the risk of side effects is very low and there's no risk there's no cancer risk or... no it's negative yeah. on the breast so yeah. it, there's no been no studies that show an association with breast cancer mm. it's good for our muscles it's good for our bone strength so quite a lot of people now talk about sarcopenia which is loss of muscle and bone mass as we get older and as you know the risk of falls is higher risk of osteoporosis is higher so that can help strengthen muscle strengthen bones the testosterone can so that's really good mm. there's some evidence that it can reduce the risk of dementia which obviously really? is a good thing um, there's two-year data just because it hasn't been done longer that it reduces the risk of heart disease probably reduces the risk of diabetes as well. So it is pretty good. So if it is so good, why yeah. is it not? Why is it so hard for women to get it from oh, their GPs? I, wish I mean, it's I hard guess, enough to yeah. get basic estrogen, frankly. But. Um, it, I've, I think about it a lot, and it's partly because people don't know about it. Mm. I was never taught anything about, as you know, the menopause, let alone testosterone. But there's good data out there. There's, there's some good research. Um, the other problem in the UK is we don't have a licensed preparation. 
Um, there is a licensed preparation for men. And, do you know, I think it's because the menopause isn't a priority. It hasn't been a priority. As we know, you know, you've done an amazing job to unearth this taboo. Well, but I had is, to. Once yeah. I started to realise what it was but all as about, you know, I had to, it is, no choice. It is a taboo, isn't it? So, yeah, even now. Yeah. Um, so a lot of women aren't getting oestrogen. Yes. But then a lot of people are denied testosterone because... The doc- doctors and nurses often don't get the information, but then we haven't got anything that we can prescribe. So in the past, we used to prescribe the men's testosterone because, ironically, it's available for men, not for women. And it's um, very cheap, isn't it? It's yeah, it is cheap. cheap yeah, it is very cheap. Um, so, but now we, as you know, we prescribe um, a, a female testosterone cream mm-hmm. that's regulated in Western Australia. So it's made over there. We know what it is. Yeah. Um, and then we're allowed to prescribe it privately through the MHRA because we don't have a similar equivalent. So when we say it's not licensed for mm. women in the UK, why is that? What's the history for that? Partly because no company's brave enough. It's very expensive to get a license. Yes. Um, and testosterone is cheap. So you have to... So you're not going to make much money so, from no, it, really? no. Um, the, that's the whole thing about hormones, they're dirt cheap. If we were talking yeah. about a new treatment for heart disease that's expensive, we'd get so much help. Yes. Um, so, it, so it's expensive. Um, and then because not many people know about it, not many people prescribe so it. So the demand there isn't there. But it's changing. Yeah. You know, the new chair of the International Menopause Society, Sue Davis, is the most amazing person. And she's an endocrinologist in Australia hence the Australia link with the Androfem, the testosterone cream. And she's really driving forward to have good consensus statements through all the menopause societies worldwide so that we can be clear that it's safe. And um, Nick Panay, who you know, has just mm-hmm. written for the British Menopause Society. I don't know if you've seen this, um, um, for healthcare professionals and also for women about testosterone. So there's guidance for healthcare professionals, yeah. how to prescribe it, what to prescribe, mm-hmm. what the types are. Because something... If it's not licensed, mm. doesn't mean to say that it's doesn't unregulated mean it's not safe. No, or it's not safe no. or it can't be prescribed. Totally. So there's a real difference between regulation and um, licensing. So can you explain so, that? So, yeah. So if it's regulated, it's made properly in a proper factory. We know exactly what it is. It yeah. has to go through certain really strict standards. Um to license it depends on the country and that just means it's available on the nhs we can get our our prescription pads and prescribe it um but gps can prescribe off license you can prescribe so there's about 20 percent of things we prescribe are off license so as you know so things for example if you're pregnant and you'll have morning sickness we give anti-sickness that's not licensed for pregnancy Lots right. of things we give for children, babies that have reflux, for example, mm-hmm. some of those drugs, they haven't got a licence, but we know it's safe, we've got the evidence. So, the so, all, so we're able to, to, prescribe to prescribe it totally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about, as you know, if there's evidence and if there's guidelines, mm. then that almost protects us as a doctor, mm. so we're allowed so to do it. So hopefully with this data coming forward, women will be able to go armed with the information to a GP and say, here's yeah. the data, here's the evidence, these Hopefully. are the clinical studies, yes. it's yes. very cheap for you to prescribe it, please yes. prescribe it off-licence. Yeah, hopefully, and, and more um, education that's given for GPs, so some of the work that I'm doing, some mm. of the work that other societies like the British Menopause Society do, um, and you know, even the doctors I work with haven't had as much experience with testosterone prescribing because, and I hadn't 
until the last few years. But the more you do, the more research you read, the more evidence that's there, the more confidence you have as a doctor. So often when I train doctors, they say, well, I've got the confidence now. And, you know, if you take a step back and think, actually, testosterone it's just a hormone. It's not like giving you an antidepressant or giving think, you no, it's not a potentially dangerous drug. No. So, yeah. um, and also, a lot of young women really benefit from testosterone. Because so, I just thought they would have had their own. Yeah, but so if they have an early menopause, then often their testosterone goes earlier. Also, if they've had a surgical menopause, so if they've had their ovaries removed, often, you know, as you know, surgical menopause can be quite harsh because yeah. your hormones are fine and then they go. And often people miss testosterone as well. Mm. So it's really important that if people still have symptoms on oestrogen, firstly, have a look at their dose, see if their oestrogen dose or type might need changing. Um, And then thinking about testosterone. Interesting. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, everyone. It's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com, and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What are the NICE guidelines on So the NICE guidelines actually do talk about testosterone. They say if a woman has reduced sexual desire or low libido uh, despite taking HRT, then consider testosterone, which is great. Mm. But then we but have the got only thing that it's, it's, yes. it's linked to, so it doesn't yeah. recognise the, the no. mental ability, for example. No, it doesn't. But most women have, as you know, reduced libido um, who are menopausal. Yeah. So the other thing to add, really, which, um, as you know, I advocate and a lot of people do because of the research, oestrogen through the skin is a patch or gel. Yeah. If women have tablet oestrogen, then what it can do is it increases something called our sex hormone binding globulin, which is a bit of a mouthful, but it's a protein that binds testosterone. So it means that your testosterone that you have naturally will be lower if you take tablet oestrogen. 
Interesting. Yeah. So um, it's another advantage of having it through the skin. So some women find how mm. changing just from a tablet. Switching to, to the gel. Gosh, the, yeah, I have picked yeah, that up. That's yeah. really interesting. So, um, so uh, that's so another reason. So a tablet can for lower your testosterone. It can lower your freely available your freely testosterone. Available. Yes. So if your libido is yeah. low... And then if it gets worse with tablet estrogen, yeah. think about changing to a gel or patch, gel which, or which or as patch. you know, has other advantages. But yes. yes, and that's something that a lot of doctors don't realise. So, yeah. There's so much out there, isn't there? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Tell me about DHEA right. and how this all fits yes. in, because okay. this is part of the testosterone yes. puzzle. Yes, so DHEA is like a... As you know, there's pathways for making testosterone and all our hormones, and um, they're actually all derived from uh, cholesterol. So we need our so cholesterol. So we need our cholesterol. Yep. It, we need so, our healthy fats. So, but it yep. all gets divided depending on what which enzymes work on which pathways, and as mm -hmm. you know, a lot of our hormones all interact with other hormones as well. So the DHEA is like the precursor for testosterone, but it does go to other substances as well. But it's quite weak. So some of these we've talked before about the compounded bioidentical mm. hormones, which are neither regulated nor licensed right. nor recommended. No, so all three. But <laughs> some of these clinics give DHEA, um, but it's quite weak. So and it doesn't stimulate the testosterone receptors as well as pure testosterone. Mm. So in my mind, and not just my mind, but it, you know, there's no good research that DHEA works properly. Yeah. So you're better off having the pure having substance, and you know what yeah. it is, and then you can monitor it properly. Yeah. And what does DHEA also convert into then? Uh, it does convert into estrogen, and mm -hmm. then it converts into some other substances as well. So um, the other thing to mention, actually, there is a new product coming out. It hopefully will be out soon um, for vaginal dryness, which has got DHEA in it, but it works locally in the vagina. And then it gets metabolised to oestrogen and testosterone. Mm, and in the so, vagina? Yes. So that's very different. And it's important, the reason I'm mentioning it, because people might think, oh, Ooh, gosh, she DHA said DHEA is, DHA is bad. Licensed, but it's not. But this is purely as an internal preparation for vaginal dryness. Right. But because, like I said before, we have testosterone receptors in our vaginas, yeah. um, some women find that using something like Vagifem, the oestrogen pessary, isn't quite enough so this is a purely internal preparation so it's for vaginal dryness it works locally so it stimulates the estrogen and the testosterone receptors some women find that vagifem or some of the local treatments aren't enough they still get symptoms right so this has an additive effect really so but it's important to mention because it's very different to the systemic DHEA. Right. So DHEA is something that you may have come across or listeners might have come across through the unregulated bioidentical compounding hormones. That's exactly it, which when it's given as a cream or sometimes I've seen it even given as a tablet, there's no there's no um, evidence that it works so yeah. it shouldn't be used but this it's, is a licensed product that right. will be available it's popular in the states isn't it i think a lot of women in, in the states i mean yeah. i know you can buy all sorts of things yes. over the in the states you but can buy bioidentical yeah, bio hrt is really huge in the states and yeah. it's getting bigger in australia it's getting big over here is it and it's because women are scared for the wrong reasons about hrt mm. um they worried and because the bioidentical the compounded bioidentical HRT doesn't have any regulation. It's um, it doesn't have the same warnings. So right. you could go to a clinic. Oh my goodness! You get this little pod of cream, and it won't have any warnings on it no. because it's unregulated. Yeah. 
So then, whereas if you go and yeah. you get your prescription, yeah, yeah. you look at the leaflet. leaflet. I mean, like you know, you have a leaflet for aspirin. My goodness, yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to die. You yes, read all this. Totally tiny, small yes. print, and it's a big problem because if you look mm. in the gel, for example, the estrogen gel or patch, it will say risk of clot. Which is I read wrong. that, and it's wrong, yes. and they haven't updated the leaflet. No, so I am battling with various powerful people to get it changed because it's it is wrong. It is wrong. Um, but surely, you so, know, even trading standards, you would have thought would. I know. Would, would be able to say, I'm sorry, well, it all has to go through the MHRA. And the problem is, is that they add on if there's a new problem, but they don't take off to update with the old evidence. So it is being looked at at a high level, and I really want to change it. But do you think it will be changed? Yeah, definitely, because I don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you can imagine if you're a bit nervous about HRT because your sure. neighbour or your friend or someone at school has said, Oh, not HRT, it's going to give you stroke or clot yeah and then you go to a clinic and then you get it and then you open the packet you think oh no i can't do it and then you it. read it and it says there's a risk so, of clot so but, yeah um, so that's why people often go to the bioidentical clinics because but, there's no they they perceive it, no risk yes, because there's no it's warning there's a supplement so you know yeah. it has the same regular it's it's crazy actually um what and, do you think will happen in the future do you think that with greater awareness that the the bioidentical compounding hormones will be closed down I hope you, so I mean I think so, I know you yeah. in your clinic you've seen a lot of women we see women every week who've suffered really badly haven't and you? Um, you know I have a real problem with it because I as you know work towards the evidence we've got good evidence so for me it's inexcusable not to work towards the evidence but also um, you know women are very vulnerable I was very vulnerable when I was menopausal and actually I would spend thousands because it's cheaper than a divorce which is you know right. that's but, one way of looking well, at you know, it my you husband's your life breathing back. was annoying me so you sure. know you're so ill a lot of women get very irritable and and I was in this sort of place where I couldn't get HRT for my GP because my own GP is quite anti-HRT really so and you so, couldn't no, get it Dr Louise no, Newsom no. could not get so it so I went couldn't to, you prescribe it for yourself no you can't do that can you not no GMC absolutely not I thought no, you prescribe no, pills no not at all oh. so then I tried to get hold of Nick Panay <laughs> yeah. he's got a long wait so I was yeah. really rude to his secretary and said do you know who I am I need help <laughs> anyway it was just but I said to my husband at the time well if I didn't know who to go to I would go to a clinic and spend yeah, thousands because I really want feel better so we see women who do spend thousands mm. and you know it's wrong we should be spending that money on our family or yeah. our holidays or you know yeah. yeah i see people going to a lot of debt and it's wrong because as you know yes. hrt is dirt cheap so i think the yeah. work that we're doing we've got some great other people as you know who are working closely together mm. the more that we can empower women and let them know there's a choice and you know i'm not sitting here saying everyone needs to take hrt but i am sitting here saying there's a lot of women out there who want to take it and can't get it so the yes. more we can let them know how safe body identical hrt is yeah. Let them know how safe testosterone is if it's appropriate for them. Yeah. And then it often gives them a passport to think about their lifestyle, their health, everything else that they're Get desperate to improve. Track. Yeah. Get back on track. It's so important. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming and sharing all of that and being well, such... Well, thank you for inviting me. Well, you are... I am just in awe of the work that you do and it's really right and fitting that we have you here on this very special day oh, thank you so thank you i was so thrilled to open your clinic and to continue to collaborate oh on so well it's brilliant things. all the work you're doing is incredible well you know i i for me personally just to sort of end on a personal note it, it's been an amazing journey mm. over the last few years and i just wish that i had known more sooner mm. and i see girlfriends i see colleagues family members suffering unnecessarily yes 
for something that can be so transformational. Mm. And uh, as you know, I've just put my 80-year-old mother back onto HRT. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thanks to you, um, because she, she was on it for many years. Yes, I know. And, uh, she's amazing. She, and she's doing really mm. well. And then she came off it just because her, her you know regular NHS GP said, oh, well, time mm. to stop. Um, so she went back to her NHS GP. I said, oh, you know, please go back, mum, and, and have another chat. So and they said, no, 80, you know, mm. too old, not, not going to do anything. So I then sent her to a private GP mm. in London thinking that they would be better informed. But again, no. Mm. So it was only really through discussions with you mm. um, that uh, that she's now back on it. So, And I'm thrilled and I'm very optimistic about the future. And for her, looking at things like osteoporosis, bone oh, density, coronary heart disease, mm. diabetes, dementia, mm. all those things that we've talked about, quality totally. of life. So I just hope listeners that this week has been interesting and informative and helpful and that we can all now as part of a sisterhood share this information totally and it's not about gp bashing we know that gps have very little time they're under resourced they're under trained totally it's about helping it's, it's working together helping and facilitating mm. absolutely sharing this information so if you can share any of these podcasts that we've done over the week with as many health professionals, medics, practice nurses, GPs, friends, colleagues, then hopefully we can um, quite literally change the world. Brilliant, wouldn't it? Thank you. And that is all we have time for today. So for more HRT guidance, including the risks, benefits and how to talk to your GP, be sure to download my e-guide, The Truth About HRT from LizRWellbeing.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you won't miss the next exciting episode. Although the menopause special has sadly come to an end, we will be back in your podcasting apps this coming Wednesday for the start of series six. So until then, go very well. Bye-bye. everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.